It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Let's go from a topic of human health to a, a topic that's affecting animal health because an outbreak of TB in the West Cork area has been described as one of the biggest in the area in years with around 180 farms now facing restrictions. To discuss what it means to those farm families, I'm joined by Donal O'Donovan, who is IFA Cork West uh, Chairman. Uh, good morning to you, Donal. Good morning, Patricia. You're welcome uh, to the programme. Now, have you any understanding, Donald, as to why West Cork is having such a serious outbreak of TB? Well, first of all, Happy New Year to you, Patricia. Many happy returns. Um, look, look, it's a very difficult time, uh, frustrating time for farmers when a TB outbreak occurs on the farm. And look, this outbreak, as you have said, is affecting probably 180 farmers. Look, there's 20 or 30 of them with, with, with uh, restricted herds at the moment. Um, look, this is an area where you have uh, a lot of the farmers haven't had it before. It's their first time having it, many of them in 50 years. Uh, many of the farmers have successors in place on their farms, which is very welcome. But the downside of that is that they have a lot of money invested in facilities and, and repayments are there. And look, I suppose on the human side, it's a very tough time of the year for to get bad news in relation to TB on farms because it's coming up to Christmas. Um, look, I suppose to understand TB, I think that the, the, the testing system is, is uh, it's 7 billion cattle are tested every year. It's not that you, you ring the vet and you say, look, I have a sick cow come out and see her. Look, every animal is tested every every year in the country under, under the national eradication scheme. And, and in this situation, uh, cows started going down in, in, in herds in the mid, mid-summer. To get clear, then you must have two two um, tests of sixty days apart. Uh, a lot of the herds before Christmas were getting bad results. Look, the skin test is the f- first way it's, it's detected, uh, and you have your test say today, and in three days from now on on the Friday it could be red, and and if there's a lump, it, that's classed as being a, a cow with, with with TB, and. Um, then if you have more than 5% of your heart go down, then the next time it's, it's a blood test. And we're seeing in this situation in League, where where you have cows, maybe four or five in the first test, in the skin test, but you have multiples of four or five. You could have 20 animals in the, in the blood test, which is most unusual and, and very, very distressing for the farmers, uh, especially coming up to Christmas. A lot of these results actually were were given out the week prior to Christmas. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, yeah. And, it, very, it very is, and, and, you know, the, the, the way you're talking about numbers there um, and the farms haven't seen anything like this uh, in many, many years. And look, for some, it's, look, it's their first time. In other parts of Cork, we've seen, we've seen it, uh, down in East Cork and Connor, maybe three or four years ago, we had a similar case. And it, and again, it, it um, through testing, it, it was eliminated. But, but um 
you, you must remember that not alone are the, cow, the cows, whether they're suckler cows with beef animals or whether they're dairy cows at present, they're very heavy in calf. They're due to calf in the next two or, two or three weeks. And those cows have to go to the factory now. And not alone are the cow going, but the calf is going. And the production of their milk or, or their beef for the year is also, is also going with them. So any farmer that is tied up in this situation at the moment, they won't be clear again until midsummer, And that's the time of year where there are no available stock to buy. So in effect, they're out of production for the year. And and look, it, it's look. I suppose we must think about TB too as being a human disease. The whole eradication scheme came in back in the 60, 70 years ago because of a human outbreak. And, and we must be very conscious of that. But also when a lot of the animals go to the factory at the moment, they come back as as clear, no no visible lesions when, when there's a postmortem done on the, on the glands of the intestines and, and the lungs. But that doesn't mean that they don't have TB in the sense that they, they were exposed. The very fact that they they showed up as as, as reactors uh, meant that they were exposed to TB. And as was this time of the year, again, animals are being housed. They're in close contact with one another and, and they're picking up the disease. Is it highly but contagious? It is, it is. It seems to be pretty contagious. I suppose intensification in dairy herds especially seems to be more common in dairy herds than beef herds. Look, I suppose to understand TB, you must look at the wildlife and I suppose the badger is and has always been the animal that was associated with TB. Um, look, I suppose the animals, to, to all of us, they're a protected species. Uh, they, they travel out by night. They like rooting for, for uh, earth, earthworms. Um, look, I suppose they, they live in sets. So they live in a, a family of probably two to ten in a set. Uh, they're very... Um, you know, they, they follow the same route when they're foraging or whatever. They, they're very sedentary animals that way. Um, and I suppose during the year, they have one to five babies or, or, or cubs, as they're called. Um, but um, look, if you have a good good uh, history with, with, with TB and you, have, you see badgers in your area, leave them alone because they're not interfering. But there's always a case of bad badgers in an area. Mm. And this, I suppose, was, was brought to... To our focus, maybe a couple of years ago, there when um, the roadworks on the McCroom by- bypass were being carried out, I suppose they were probably going through sets and upsetting the the badger settlements, and the bad badgers were coming out, and uh, there was a big spike in TB in that general area around McCroom there for for a while. Um, again, if there's a lot of forestry being taken out, trees being cut down, and if there's sets in those forests, it disturbs the wildlife. The, the badgers in those areas and, and they tend to go out. They move on and, and then if they're carrying TB they'll bring the TB with, uh, TB. Uh, and, and with the them. Ba- the badger and the bovine and the cow actually are the two animals that seem to interact in relation to TB um, unfortunately. Um, you're, I know the IFA you're, you're, you're seeking to meet with the Department of Agriculture to discuss what's going on in uh, West Cork. What are you hoping or what will you be asking the department to do for the farmers affected? Look, we have met with the department and uh, look, look, it's not easy for the vets or, for, or, or the department either. Any, look, when my own vet comes testing and if we have a reactor in our farm, he's as disappointed as I am. So it, from, from the, their point of view as well, and especially in, in an outbreak like this, uh, they, they wouldn't have the resources in, in, in West Cork to deal with because they have so much extra testing to do at the moment. So look, we, we we would look I suppose the for, first thing from a farmer's point of view, look, they've issued hundred and eighty letters to farmers in, in, in that area in the past couple of weeks. Uh look 
asking the farmers to identify badger sets in their area, uh, which is very important to do. Um, and look, go out, go out with the wildlife officer from from the department and, and help them to, to find those sets because I think that's the first the first way of of, of acknowledging the, the situation. Um, look, I suppose we, look, I suppose the farmers have a lot of questions, especially when it's, when it's their first time. Look, there's questions in relation to compensation, even though at the moment uh, the compensation for the animals is based on, on the current market value of the animal and and. Um, and results from ICBF uh, performance results from from, from them uh, as well um, but and I suppose another thing that seems to be coming up a lot as well is, is deers a lot of farmers are asking look are deer deer carriers of TV and are look, we they? had a situation well we had a situation in Wicklow and it's probably still ongoing where there was a huge outbreak and it was related to back back to deer when when they were when their lungs and were postmortems there, there was TV found in them uh, look, to us fellow deer are up that part of the country, the deer that are down in West Cork, and they're very common, as you see. I, I, I travelled the road there twice over Christmas, and I've seen three dead deer along the road, uh, and that's causing a huge, a huge problem for for, for everybody, for yes, for motorists and everybody. Um, and but, we know that the deer, their habitat was disturbed because of the Macroom Bypass. It was disturbed, and it was also disturbed. I suppose the big, the biggest one here was probably the fires in the Killarney National Park. Yeah, yeah, a of, yeah. A lot of the deer were driven out of of there, and and look, they they can move, they can travel, and I suppose they saw far away hills being greener, and when they found nicer grass and whatever, they came they came further south. And look, I live outside Dunmanway myself, and there's quite a lot of deer on my own farm. Look, there's no time I wouldn't walk out. This time of the year, and I'd see uh, deer, deer footprints on, on the roadways or whatever, you know. So they're 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 everywhere at the moment. Look. So does that need to be looked at as well in case it is the deer population? Well, look, I, I've done a lot of look since this outbreak started started a couple of months ago. I've spoken to a lot of people on all sides on this, and I've spoken to a lot of people that shoot deer that have a license to shoot shoot deer, and they would have told me down through the years that. They can they can uh, identify TB in the, in the deer when they when they're doing the postmortem, and they haven't seen any huge huge amount of of, of TB in, in in the in, in the lungs of deer when they, when they, when they're dead. So um, we have to take that at face value. But I think mm. I think any deer that's found on the side of the road, I think they should be they should be checked out uh, and and to see and just test it even yeah. And the the Department of Agriculture, Donald, has proposed to eradicate a TB by uh, 2030, which is now only six years away. Is that possible? I think it's very disappointing in the sense that it's it's going the wrong way at the moment. Look, at the start of this year, we had 4, 4.1%, which is about 4,200 herds infected. It's almost at 5,000 this year, this year, at the end of this year, which is going the wrong way. At 2018, five or six years ago, it was much less. Look, I suppose it's a disease of intensification, and I suppose, look, certainly in the dairy side of things, things have gotten more more intensive. Um, look, it's it's important, I suppose, as other measures... You, Look for farmers to carry out on their farms. One one of those would be to to raise water trucks on their farms. I was talking to a farmer recently. He had fifteen cows or heifers in the field, and they were tested, and and eight of them went down. And when, when the wildlife man from from um, the department came out, they they examined that paddock, and there was a, a water truck. Against a bank, and and the badgers were, were were able to come down and and do do their thing uh, in the water truck, and and like like it was very evident that 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 was the result of that of that outbreak.
Yeah. Um, look, I okay. suppose good fence between neighbours. Okay, and and and, and just uh, finally, uh, because your 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 phone line is just breaking up uh, slightly, Donald. Um, would you worry about the stress that an outbreak is putting on a farmer? I mean, both financially and 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 the the the, med- the, the mental and psychological effect of having an outbreak. Well, well, when I speak to farmers, that that is actually the first thing that comes up. Uh, look, I, th- I know it's a cliche, but I, I always say myself, it's good to talk. I think it's very important to talk. I know the story is bad for them, but I've been on the phone nearly two hours with a lot of those farmers there before Christmas, and they just wanted to tell their story. And, and look, it, it is good to talk. And look, it, it has to have a huge effect because many of these farmers have invested in, in the breeding of their animals. We, we As I say, we love our, far- our animals like our family. Um uh, like some people will say, oh, it's 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 outside the door is good, but it's it's different when you're a farmer. You have to be a farmer to understand the importance of of the whole animals to, to us. Look at Christmas. I give my animals an extra bit of silage. I give them an extra <laughs> bit of feed, like like her own <laughs> Christmas dinner. So like that's the way we, we think. I know. Over I know. It's it's devastating. It it really is devastating. Okay, listen, Donald. No doubt, um, it is unfortunately an issue we will return to. But in the meantime, thank you for that, and thanks for joining us on the program this morning. Not at all. Not Good at morning all. to Thanks you. Bye bye. That is uh, Donald O'Donovan, who is uh, chair of the IFA Cork uh, West.